Hey, Fro, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? No. It's okay. He ended up waking up. <laughs> On uh, this episode of another digital citizen where we talk about news of the week, TV of the week, Castle Rock episodes, one, two, three review, is Jim Carrey in the Ill- Illuminati, movies of the week, and another digital review of Mission Impossible, Fallout. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. gentlemen and welcome to this week's another digital citizen let's say hi to luke hi luke hi fro hi everybody hi everybody indeed uh i'm home oh cool um yeah just got back home yeah got today um uh it was uh i i uh, did we talk about the ECG stuff yesterday? And yes, uh, last week. Last... Yeah, we yeah we did, or yeah. you did, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Um, j- just to round that up. Uh, now, suddenly, when they take out of uh, my all all my medication out of my body, uh, my ECG results were close to perfect. So, oh. Okay. Yeah. So it was all the medication. Thank heavens for that. That's weird. Well, it's, it's not really weird. Not really surprising, but uh, I'm glad they figured it out. They could have just left you on them and then never figured it out. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, some, some, sometimes you have to have the, what I call dumb luck uh, when it comes to medication things. But yeah, no, I I uh, I'm extremely tired after two weeks of uh, being in a mental institution. It's it's kind of it's kind of funny that I need a break out of being in a mental uh, institution where all you do is more or less nothing. Right. <laughs> but they bother you all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, they bother me all the time. It's just like a hospital. There's... Like, if anybody's been in a hospital, they bother you all the time, and you never get any sleep. It's like, are you trying to let me cure... Are you trying to cure me, or are you trying to annoy me? I don't know which one it is. Yeah, yeah and and the, the 
the three last days uh, up there was really hard because I, I was waiting for something that had to do with my heart instead of waiting for something to do to do with my my first uh, reasons to be for being there right because I was mentally sick so I was kind of like I, I was in the mental hospital for some somatic things. That was fun. Hmm. All right. Well, at least you're out. <laughs> I don't. And you sound I don't better. Recommend it. <laughs> the audio sounds better, so that's good. Yeah. How's your week been? Uh, yeah, busy. Just working a lot. You know, making money. Uh, I harvested a bunch of you know vegetables out of my garden. Uh, some giant potatoes and different things some peppers i got finally i planted some hot peppers and i got hot peppers that are finally coming in they're not ready to be picked yet but got some really hot like habaneros and ghost peppers and uh, some jalapenos so i'm excited for those mm. you remember when we talked about how terrific uh, the norwegian weather was last week right yeah uh i don't know if i mentioned it but we we that's uh, a week we broke uh, I think it was 22 warm records all through Norway <laughs> right well we kind of talked about it the week before about just the whole yeah. uh, Nordic area has been breaking records but I believe it yeah yeah uh, and uh, it's it's kind of uh, interesting because when, when I came uh, uh, home yesterday it started to rain so maybe, maybe if we are really like in 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 um, what do you call it paranoia world, maybe I was the reason for the good weather. That's got to be it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, you were. It, it was just spite. It was t- to spite you. It's like it's really <laughs> nice, and then right when you get out, it gets really not nice, right? It's like you plan this trip yeah. to Barbados. And it's super nice all week, and then the week you get there, it starts raining. That's classic. Yeah. yeah. I think that just and happens sometimes with people. Isn't that the plot for Alanis Morissette's ironic? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I barely remember that music video, actually. And it didn't really. Did that music video even have anything ironic, or was it just her in the back no. of the car singing? Yeah. That's okay, that's what I thought. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the most ironic thing about the whole thing. Is that there's nothing <laughs> ironic about it. Wow, that is yeah, ironic. Is, oh, wow. That it isn't ironic, yeah. Uh, so, um, now, I, I, why I'm talking uh, of uh, me having weather, weather power is that uh, a woman that lives uh, in your home state... Uh, says that she has telepathy. Telepathy, right. Yeah, telepathy. There you telepathy? go. Uh, it says here, this is a one, article we were going to cover last week, uh, and we kind of missed, so. Uh, Oregon woman finds a mountain lion in her living room uh, and says she relied on frequency and attunement. Uh, feline speak feline speak eye blinking and telepathy to calm the animal and safely guide it out uh, out after a six hour nap behind her couch uh mm-hmm. 
So it wasn't just telepathy. She was also using feline speak eye blinking, of course, Fro. Which mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. If that's actually a thing, somebody send us an email at another digital citizen at gmail.com. Uh, and, and, and teach it to us. <laughs> Uh, says Taylor, who was not av- not available for comment, wrote in, uh, of her encounter uh, on social media platforms, saying the animal entered her household after drinking from a fountain or pond in her backyard. Uh, mm-hmm. It said uh, she said it was likely unaware it was walking indoors at first because of, uh, of the plants and stairs built. Uh, the stairs were built like uh, around tree branches. Oh, so her her living room kind of looks outdoorsy to begin with i see and the, the thing is like i, I was with, uh, watching but the picture of her facebook post because there's like uh, 15 pictures this mountain lion and uh and i i must like i, I went like that looks like just a really 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 big cat <laughs> that's what it is yeah yeah, they are just really big cats. I mean, but I mean, a lion is a really big cat too. But mm. uh, uh, a mountain lion, I'd say, is like a small. It would be like the size of a small female lion, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I have mm. them around where I live as well. You don't see like usually you don't see them. They don't come into you know. Uh, they tr- they stay away from human interaction more than anything. Do you have ever? This is uh, throw us sweat questions when we talk about other things. Do you ever have raccoons in your trash? Uh, well, no, well, I in the past I have, but uh, not any time recently. Isn't that strange that I, I I I associate that with America? Uh, maybe not. Raccoons. I don't know. Does other do other countries? Uh, yeah, I'm sure other countries have raccoons, right? Uh, they must have. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but, I'm sure Norway have raccoons. But I never ever heard of the. Norway I mean, I, I live out in the country now, and the raccoons are a little more skittish. But you live in. I was mm. living in Eugene, Oregon, for a while, and there were some raccoons mm. there that were like, they they would get up and face a human to like uh, get food away from the human or like fight cats and dogs and things they were nasty things that lived in the sewers uh they weren't I, I they they were a whole different class of raccoon as far as like they were terrifying and gross as opposed to the ones out here which are like they're a little more docile i guess mm. yeah but back to this cat woman uh thinking she has uh yeah, it was nice of her. It it's, it it seems like the mountain lion was enjoying her couch. That's for sure. Right. I guess uh, it was there, like she said, for a number of hours. Uh, when I made a noise, she woke up and looked startled. Uh, so consciously raised my frequency. So I consciously raised my frequency. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. Gaving lovingly into her eyes and communicating using feline speak eye blinking to calm her. Uh, it was amazing to realize that this worked. Uh, I gazed lovingly, then blinked hard, and then she bl- she blinked back, uh, and mm-hmm. she went back to sleep. Mm. I-, I love the beginning of her post on Facebook uh, from, from uh, OregonLive.com. 
this is wild. There's a mountain lion in our living room, loving her peace, so uh, she will go out uh, safely. And then, update, spoiler alert. What's the spoiler alert? Uh, I, don't, I really don't think people understand what spoilers are anymore on the internet. They're totally confused as to what a spoiler is. <laughs> I'm like, what fucking movie is this? I think I did I did one of those like in the uh, another digital review where somebody was like, spoiler alert, what's the song in that movie? I was like, that's not, <laughs> not, not how spoilers work. Uh, so, um talk about uh, probes instead um, there has no been almost no news about this metal Malaysian airline MH370 but uh, uh, now a civil aviation chief have resi- uh, resigned uh, over the disappearance of this airline uh, the head of Malaysian Civil Aviation Authority announced that he would step down the following uh, in 2014 uh, in a statement released on Monday. Oh my God, I can't wait to say his name. Uh, Asha Rudid Abdul Rahid said his resignation would take effect next month. So, j- just so I have this clear, he said. He would step down in 2014. We are now in 2018. What took f- fucking four years? Well, oh, they were waiting for the, the finish yes. of the actual uh, investigation, yeah. is what it was. So, yes. if you go back, I guess, uh, to the other article I sent you about the same thing, uh, that's kind of where the... Um, where the investigate where they talk about the investigation. So let me go to that real quick. Um yeah. <laughs> uh, new MH three seventy probe shows controls manipulated but re- mystery remains unsolved. It's coming from Reuters. Investigators released a report uh, on the missing Malaysia flight on Monday saying the controls were likely deliberately manipulated to take it off course, but they're not but they were not able to determine who was responsible. Um, and you go back to this other article, and down here, towards kind of towards the bottom, the resignation follows the report of an independent international team claiming the Flight 370, which disappeared in 2014, was deliberately diverted after communications with the plane halted, possibly involving a third party. So they're saying there possibly was a third party involved in causing this plane to go off course and crashing or disappearing. This is some big uh, uh, news. And then this guy resigned when after this investigate or this um, probe came out. So I don't know what that says about it, but it, it kind of says that maybe he felt like uh, he had failed. Uh, the families he was trying to investigate this for? Maybe that's what he's thinking. Maybe. Because it's... It's always Russia when it's something like this, isn't it? Uh, if it was the U- If the U.S. got involved in this, they, they would probably blame Russia. Or, mm, Iran. Let's see, who else is around there that we don't like right in that area? 
Kurdistan. Maybe India. We could probably get mad at India if we felt like it. Talking about fake news, tech firm uh, should be liable for uh, fake news on sites, UK lawmakers says. Um, tech firms like Facebook should be made liable for harmful and misleading material on their websites and pay a levy so they can uh, be regulated. British lawmakers said warning a crisis in democracy due to the misuse of personal data. Uh, Facebook has a, a increasingly become uh, a focus of the media committee injury in, uh, into the fake news after data of 87 million users, Jesus, mother of Christ, uh, was uh, misused by uh, this consultant, Cambridge Analytica, as we talked about before. Right. If you uh, remember that 87 million number, what we found out is that actually it was... Uh, the, the that's um, even if you were friends with somebody who was targeted, that you're considered part of that 87 million. So even right. if you weren't targeted, even if it was somebody you knew were targeted, and your name was just on their list list of friends, then they counted it in that 87 million. So it's not that it's not a hundred percent accurate number, but it's still millions of people. So. Mm-hmm. Facebook executive said on Wednesday its profit margins would plummet for several years due to the cost of improving privacy safeguards and slowing usage in its top pricing markets. The news uh, wiped over 120 billion off the company's share price. Jesus Christ! I'm glad I don't have shares in. <laughs> right. Or if you yeah. did, you hopefully you already got out. But it's uh, this is really yeah. what the article is about: the standard of accuracy and impartiality which tech companies uh, are held to could be based on regulators' Ofcom's rules for television and radio. The lawmakers mm-hmm. say British broadcasters, whether public or private, privately owned, must generally stick to the rules of on politically balanced and factual accuracy and overseen by regulators. So they don't have Fox News over there? Is that what they're trying to tell me? Because I'm pretty sure they do. So this is not true. <laughs> Fox News never heard about this Fox News before. What they're saying here, Fro, when they're saying... Uh, could be based on regulator of Ofcom's rules for television and radio is they want to make the rules they want the rules for the internet to be the same as TV and radio they want internet 2.0 fro is what they're saying mm. by the way I, I know that we don't have it in the news but uh, uh, talking about Fox uh, did you see that uh, they bought up Disney or it was the other way around oh did that actually end up happening I knew yeah. it was a question as to whether it was going to be allowed or not, but that happened today. Well, yeah, it's it seems like everything is in order now. Okay, well, I hadn't heard that, so I'd, I'll have to check it out. But oh. I had heard that they were already talking about it for a while. But I think it's just what I heard. It was just the movie section of Fo- like the Fox Films, not the oh. Fox TV network and everything else. But I don't know. Ooh. 
I don't know. Maybe that part, maybe that became part of the deal. We'll see, I suppose. <clears throat> yeah, because I mean, it's not that long to this Disney streaming service is coming, is it? The what? What? Streaming the the Disney streaming service. Haven't you heard about this? No. Disney was uh, fed up <laughs> with uh, uh, Netflix getting all their money. So they they started looking into having their own streaming service, and that is in on, on the books as well. That's why it's so. Well, I hard. knew I had heard that they pulled all their movies a while, like a while ago from Netflix, but yeah. I had not heard of them implementing any kind of streaming service. So until that yeah. happens, I'd have to see it actually happen. I don't believe it's going to happen. But yeah, back to the fake news. Um, they have taken. Kind of, uh, kind of, uh, recom. What do you call it? They re reconsistions, uh, because of this. Uh, uh, one thing they've done is they banned Infowars Alex Jones for thirty days. Just thirty days, though. And um, they, you're talking about his Facebook, of course. Yes. Um, and uh, the day after the ban, Infowars was streaming as nothing has happened. This is CNET. Oh, I just, made, uh, just made some noise. Oops. Uh, well, whatever. Uh, right. Uh, Alex Jones, the founder of the site Infowars, was suspended by Facebook Thursday and may face harsher consequences. But as of Friday morning, uh, you'd be hard-pressed to tell... On Facebook, he's still streaming his show live. Yep. Uh, the yep. social network giant said late Thursday they banned the right-wing conspiracy theorists from using his account for the next 30 days. Uh, after removing four videos uh, from the network, uh, Facebook spokesperson also said if Jones uh, or his fellow admins continue to break their rules, his pages could face permanent ban from the site. Um... It's looking mm. like they just had other Facebook pages, which is mm. <laughs> this is the thing that I think people are not like the uh, the title of the article: Facebook bans Infowars, but Alec J Jones still streaming, uh, Info uh, Infowars streaming as if nothing happened. Um, I I know pretty much everybody I know has more than one Facebook account, so you ban one Facebook account does not mean that they don't have another Facebook account they could just be streaming from. Am I wrong? Yeah, and uh, I mean, if I was an Alex Jones supporter, uh, and no, no, uh, I saw... I, no, I, what I'm saying is, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it says they banned Alex Jones on Facebook, but that doesn't mean they banned yeah. every single Alex Jones page on Facebook. It means they banned no, no, the, no. the one page. And so when they say yeah, yeah. he's still streaming even though they banned him, uh, yeah. they at least in this it doesn't seem to mention that He's probably just streaming on some other page that's not banned. Yeah. Oh, it's so I, yeah. I'm not surprised at all. Because you could just make Alex a new Jones. Facebook page as soon as you get banned and, and stream on that, yeah. right? So. Yeah. And I, it, it, <clears throat> sorry, uh, uh, but but it's 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 but it's not his follow infor page because it's. Alex Jones channel and Infowars 
is not a part of Alex Jones for some strange reason. Who the fuck is sitting there uh, uh, telling the news? Oh, wait, it is Alex Jones, isn't it? <laughs> so why... why, why? Uh, he, here's what I don't understand. Why, why not just, like... If they really want to get rid of him from Facebook, I don't think they should, by the way. But uh, uh, why don't you just ban the whole fucking thing? With Infowars, I mean, that's not how Alex Facebook Jones. works, bro. This is what I was trying to I just know. trying to explain to you is that he, you could just create a new Facebook account, <laughs> like you can ban all these accounts and and it's free, so you just make a new account. You see what I'm saying? It's not that tough to make a new account on Facebook. It takes about three minutes. You see, so uh, banning somebody from Facebook from streaming is really silly because they could just create a new account in three minutes. And then start streaming from it. See what I'm saying, Fro? And, yes, and supporters of Alex Jones did also go on Facebook and stream. Can I also go and stream uh, his, his, because they, they said, like, oh, go and stream us everywhere. Help us. Oh, right, like mirror, mirror streaming. So like, yeah. they, so, like, somebody who was an Alex Jones follower can use their yeah. Facebook page and go oh. to his website and then yep. uh, mirror stream onto their Facebook page, uh, his website live stream. Uh, so, yeah, in a way, getting rid of one Alex Jones channel that was streaming probably created more places where Alex Jones was streaming. Uh, this is uh, this is a good example of the um, Streisand effect, which we talked about in the past. Yes, yes. Yeah, that and that that's the that's the fucking problem. Like, like I I, I don't I, I I I don't personally like that they are trying to do this in the fir- first place. I mean, there's a lot of worse pe- people than Alex Jones you can get get, get rid of from Facebook. Uh, but uh, right, I mean, this is pretty yeah. much just a follow-up. Did we talk about this last week or the week before or whatever that they were th- yeah, that there was a lot of talk from lawmakers yeah. about this, and now it's actually happening. So, uh, following that up, I guess uh, this move from Facebook comes days after YouTube removed some of J- J- uh, Jones's videos and suspended his ability to broadcast on YouTube for th- ninety days. Mm-hmm. So we go over to that article. Yeah, YouTube delete videos posted by Infowars suspending all right channel from live streaming. And and uh, if you, if you think it difficult to make a new Facebook uh, profile, it's even more easy to make it <laughs> make it YouTube channel. Well, I'd say it's just about as easy. I'd say they take yeah. about the exact same amount of time, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Google, YouTube pulled down four videos posted by Alex Jones. Uh, that's the exact same I, amount of videos that were pulled by Facebook. Four videos. Yeah. So I wonder yeah. if they're the exact same videos. You know what I mean? Or they no just. Clue. It's just strange that it four videos it, it, for both uh, sites. It's very weird. Yeah. Banning uh, hate speech and graphic content. So, like I said, if, if if you're going to go after Alex Jones, there's so much worse racist people on YouTube and Facebook. 
Well, uh, YouTube, there's so much more more horrible stuff. Uh, just yeah. this week, I was on YouTube and stumbled across a one of the most terrible uh, YouTube pages I've ever seen. It was called the Cold Water Challenge page, and it's basically okay. just uh, a creepy old guy, um, and it's like college girls in their swimsuits, and they go in a bathtub of ice, right? What happens when you get out of the bathtub of ice, fro? And you're mm. right. So that's what it is. It's but it's they're they're not breaking any rules on YouTube, fro. There's no nudity or anything. Yeah, like I said, there's a lot of other people I would rather get rid of than Alex Jones. I saw another girl on YouTube just the other Here's day who's like Let, the most yeah, anorexic girl I've ever seen, and she's got she's mm. sponsored. She's got. Uh, she's got ads on all of her videos and she's got um, clothing designers sending her stuff and it's this girl who's clearly anorexic and nobody seems to be doing anything about that. But uh, mm. I'll continue with the, this article. Uh, the two, two of the InfoWars videos that were deleted from YouTube, Jones railed against Muslims and asserted they were taking control of European countries. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh... <laughs> He said that for many, many, many years. Right. I, it's still just the stupidest thing I've ever heard, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another video titled How to Prevent Liberalism, okay, mm -hmm. uh, depicted a man shoving a young boy to the ground while a fourth video... That that was it? Depicted wow. a, young, a man shoving a young boy to the ground. That's what it got banned for? Wow. What if it was like a video from like the 1920s? Would that? Yeah. I have no idea. But while the fourth video, Jones compared the creator of creators of a show featuring animated drag queens to Satanists. <laughs> Guys, nut job. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> It says InfoWars violation of YouTube apologies count as one uh, so-called community strike. Uh, and I don't know if you know if anybody knows about YouTube channel channels that receive three strikes within ninety days are subject to termination. So there you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and again, we don't like Alex Jones. I think he's a complete moron, and he's no, I, no, I, no. He's very entertaining in a way because he's so yeah. you know bombastic and just ridiculous. So in a way, he's entertaining, but uh, at the same time, like we said when we originally talked about this last week or the week before, like you're just making him a martyr by doing this, by uh, kicking him off of these platforms because the people who are following him are going, have been waiting for people to do this because they want to feel like they're oppressed. So you know what I mean? And it's, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of, I know it's kind of uh, easy for me to say, but he 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 is really a harmless doofus. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, th th people so would argue uh, his rhetoric his rhetoric is dangerous because it could make somebody else dangerous. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. But it really does come down to free speech, right, Fro? Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. When it comes down and to it, like, are. we do a show here, Fro, and mm -hmm. we make fun of religions all the time on this show, 
right? Oh, yep. So is that free speech? It, it, as soon as you get to that point where making fun of a religion is no longer free speech, then our show will just be banned. Is that where we're going to get to in, like, six months? Because I don't want to be at that point. No, and it feels... It feels... I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of sad for saying this, but it feels like all media is going in the way that they, they are not talking about things because it's... It's too dangerous to talk about it, or it's they think it's too uh, dangerous for for getting uh, paid by advertisers. So they like they're not bringing up the problems that we have in the world because they it's almost like they are afraid of like yeah bringing it up because oh maybe. Mercedes Benz will not like us to talk about this. Sure, okay. And it, but and it feels like that even more now than it did like some years ago. And I think we, I feel it more from the liberal media. Like a few a number of years yeah. ago, oh, it, yeah. it was very obvious from the Fox news side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like those areas, but now it's much more clear that it's happening on. You know the MSNBC, CNN side of things as well, yeah. and but it's yeah, in a yeah. different way. It's just, but it's the same, but in a different direction. The way their yeah. the propaganda works is the way I see it. I don't know. Would you agree with yeah. that, Fro? Oh, totally. And I don't fucking like it. But anyway. I, yeah, basically, what we're saying is making fun of cults is free speech too, everybody. So yeah. yeah. Let's talk about something completely else. Um, I'll do uh, this one, Fro. Yeah, uh, scientists confirm Einstein's supermassive black hole theory. A team of international scientists observing a star in the Milky Way uh, have for the first time confirmed Einstein's prediction of what happens uh, to the motion of a star passing close to a supermassive black hole. Uh, Einstein's 100-year-old general relativity theory uh, predicted that light from stars would be stretched to longer wavelengths by the extreme gravitational field of a black hole, and the star would appear redder, uh, an effect known as gravitational redshift. Mm. A team of scientists at the European Southern Observatory uh, started monitoring a, the central area of the Milky Way using a very large telescope to observe the motion of stars near the supermassive black hole 26 years ago. Wow, they've been doing this for a while. Uh, what? Why is it every time we talk about this kind of thing, I, I go, Black hole, son, won't you come? I don't know. <laughs> take away my fears. I think it's take away the pain, but that's close. Take that's away, close. Oh, take away the pain, yeah. I always uh, like Spoon Man better. Was my, I, li- I like that song better. You ever like Spoon Man? Spoon oh, yeah, Man. Yeah. Man. Um, I actually yeah. met... Spoon Man is actually yeah. a real person, and I've, I've met him a couple times in my life. Really? Yeah, he's a real guy who just... Uh, in He like is a street musician in Seattle who plays spoons uh, cool. as instruments, and they, they wrote a song about him. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a real guy. Uh, right, where were we? Uh, ba, ba, ba. Anyway. 
Oh, the, yeah, stars, it, the star's wave's length stretched as it sought to escape the gravitational pull from the supermassive black hole, shifting its appearance from blue to red, uh, the Paris Observatory said. So, it that's confirmed. Very interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. 100-year-old theory confirmed here in 2018. Yeah, and I, and I, um, I was thinking about it. It, it. It's like, it's, it's good when scientists find out that Einstein was right about things. I like Einstein. He's one of my biggest heroes. Oh, well, very smart guy. All the ancient alien theorists out there are going, yeah, he was an alien, of course he knew that. (laughs) Uh, Hey, almost half of Swedes and Dans would prefer a Nordic Union to the EU. Why did nobody ask Norway? Um, aside, <laughs> a significant portion of Sweden and Danes would pre- be uh, preferred to be a part of Nordic Union in Sweden, Denmark, Norway, Finland, Iceland, rather than European Union. No shit, Sherlock. Um, <laughs> oh, ah, this uh, European Union we have had for so many years doesn't work. Let's try <laughs> another one. Uh, the Santino pool for a left-wing Norwegian newspaper Klassekampen asked around 1,000 people in each of the three countries which uh, kind of partnership it would prefer. The present uh, situation with Sweden and Denmark in the EU and the Norway in the European uh, economic area. By the way, I fucking hate that we are that. Uh, uh, or a new Nordic Union with joint policies in many areas. Oh, okay. So that's why they didn't ask Norway, is because Sweden and Denmark are yeah. in the EU. I didn't, I yes, didn't realize that yes. until just now. So, oh yeah, that's why they asked them if they would want yeah. to get out of the EU if they could get into a Nordic Union, which I would call like the super cold union or something. <laughs> But no, no shit, Sherlock. Who has all the oil? <laughs> Norway. <laughs> Norway. Uh, the Santino, uh, yes, forty-seven percent of Swedes and forty-five percent of Danes polled said that they would prefer a Nordic Union, uh, while only thirty-two percent of former and thirty-six uh, percent of latter said. They preferred the EU. This, uh, the rest said they didn't know. Uh, but he, here's the interesting thing. Those polled in Norway were giving a third option, owning uh, their unique situation among the three countries as a non-EU uh, EU member. More than half, 52%, said that uh, uh, would continue with the country uh, current level of partnership with the EU, uh, while 31% opted for a Nordic Union, only 10% would choose a EU man- membership. I wonder why 10% of Norwegians are that stupid. Uh, that 10% might be just people who have immigrated from Europe. You think about that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of it's kind of 
interesting. Of course, Denmark and Sweden and Finland and everybody else wants to go in union with Norway. Right. Norway has all the fucking fish and oil. Yeah, I just saw the other article. I saw that it almost put on the news. Uh, you guys just made an oil deal with Canada as well for drilling in mm-hmm. between Canada and Norway, where you guys are going to split the oil. So you guys just found a whole new yep. oil well. So you guys have yep. even more money now. Yep. It, it's it's kind of funny. I think it's two countries in the whole fucking world that doesn't have any uh, debt to other countries. Uh, can you guess wh- which two countries that is? Other what do you mean death Nor- to other well, countries? What does that mean? Uh, like uh, they don't owe money to oh, other debt. countries. Oh, debt. I, I, I thought you said death to other countries. Oh, no. I thought death. that was like death to the infidels, but um, yeah. Uh, well, you and then who else? Mm. Yeah. Guess what other country? It's got to be like a little tiny island of some type, right? Like Jamaica no, or something. It's, okay. Uh, it's it's really obvious, and it's really rich. Oh, Saudi Arabia. It's Qatar. Yes. Oh, Qatar. Qatar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Qatar, Qatar, and Norway are the two only countries in the world that doesn't debt to other countries. That really does prove that our whole world economy is based off oil, it doesn't it? It's like mm-hmm. we used to have a gold standard here in America, but now the world is just on the oil standard, is what what it really is. And here's the ironic thing, because I was I was thinking, and we were talking about that uh, the other day. Uh, about people buying a lot of Tesla cars. And I, I go, do you know what those parts are made of, like, on the car? Do you think they don't use oil to make parts of the cars? Some of it, yeah. Car, yeah. They're parts of the car, like rubber, for example. There's oil in rubber. Right. Do you really think it... I think the eventual goal for, like, Tesla would be to make an all recycled car, I would assume, but you got to get there somehow. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of cars, uh, I guess I'll move on to this one. Uh, yes. See where. Um, in Arizona, uh, police reported that a man took off in an ambulance from a from the hospital after being released for heat related situation. Uh. His intention to drive home and collect money so he could get a sandwich, claiming it was too hot to walk home. Uh, stealing the ambulance is illegal, but in this instance, it might be understandable for some, is, is what this article says. Um, because wow. more than 155 people died from case, uh, from causes in the Phoenix area related to heat in 2017. Uh, that is, I guess that's pretty interesting, but... Uh, that's not exactly pleasant weather for, uh, oh, right, for a stroll to a sandwich shop, especially given that the man identified as 37-year-old Todd Shell had just been admitted to the hospital because of, uh, heat in the first place. Uh, according to the police, uh, Mesa Police Department, after Shell was discharged from the hospital, he found an idling ambulance unoccupied. So somebody just left the keys in the ambulance, I guess, yeah, you don't really expect anybody to be a jer- such a jerk they'd steal an ambulance, but uh, it had just dropped off a patient. Uh, 
they were able to track down Shell uh, in the stolen vehicle and booked him for two Class 5 felonies of unlawful use of means of transport and unlawful flight from law enforcement. So yeah, this guy stole... Well, he got out of the hospital and stole a ambulance so he could go get a sandwich. That's what just happened. Uh, least but not... Uh, last but not least, uh, we're going to watch a video here. Um, when did you message me this? Two days ago, maybe? Two days ago, yeah. Uh, Rosanne is on the show, or uh, interview. Where is she? Where, why, why was this? Oh, it was an interview of some kind, yeah. Okay. I think she was doing... This was like the first inter- she did, interview she did after the whole uh, firing and Twitter scandal that happened, uh, and her getting right. fired from her show. So she had been kind of laying low, and then this was the first interview she did. Um, and but I think the part we're watching is bad. not necessarily from like the act. Like it doesn't seem like she knows that she's actually on camera yet. Is that what it seems like right. to you? Yeah, and she looks extremely sick. Or high, or a little of both. She doesn't look well. Well, let's just play it. Yep. In three, two, one, play. Hello, hello. Give me a level. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. See, they're testing the mics. This part does not seem like she knows she's going to be like that. She's on camera. Three outfits. Well, here's the problem. Like, imagine. Are you filming? Yeah. yeah. Imagine a presidential address, like you're busted with a killing a hooker. Like, like yeah, she does. She looks so agitated no, just by her body yeah. language, bro. Like she seems so out of it, like she's high on something. And the president on his desk in the Oval Office, and he's like, "I did not have sex with that hooker, right?" Imagine in his statement, he save his job. There were jump cuts, multiple outfits. I'm trying to talk about Iran. I'm trying to talk about Valerie Jarrett wrote the Iran deal. I know, but you've told me this 300 times. Do you know that a... That's what my tweet was about. I know. You've explained this literally 300 times. I thought the bitch was white! (laughs) God damn it! I thought the bitch was white! (laughs) And then she just, like, goes back to this the most calm ever, just takes a puff of a cigarette. But here's my question. <clears throat> let's pretend. Uh, let's make make a pretend world where Valerie Jack, uh, Jared actually was white. Is it? Isn't it still a fucking racist tweet? Uh, I'd have to go back and read. No, I I don't think it would. I don't think it would be. No, I think it would just be a yeah. joke. Because uh, there wouldn't be, if she was white, there wouldn't be anything racist about it, right? I don't know. I don't remember the original tweet, to be, uh, to be honest with you. She referred to her as like a... Uh... Something with a monkey, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, so that would, I would assume you would, it would have to be uh, some kind of person of color for that to be offensive. Hmm. Would she still get in trouble? Have you ever seen a picture of Valerie Jarrett, bro? Uh, I have never. No. We'll continue with your point, and then I'll send you one. 
Uh, but uh, 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 would she still be in trouble, though? If what? If Valerie Jarrett was white. I don't. Uh, I don't think the tweet would have been taken the same way. Uh, probably mm-hmm. not. I don't know. That's the thing. Uh, I really don't know. This is another one of those things where it's kind of like the butterfly effect. Where would it have happened if it would have been some other way? But I guess maybe you should see the picture before we actually talk about this. Okay. I have never ever seen her. Where did you send it? Oh, uh, on the Skype. It's right there. Yeah. Okay. Now do you understand, Fro? Yeah. She. She does. She's not. She's not an African American lady. Uh, uh, no. At least she doesn't look look it. Uh, she, I would no. say she more looks maybe Hispanic or Middle Eastern. I, I would even go so far as call her a Caucasian. I mean, if you didn't know any better, you could say that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's yes. Roseanne's point, is I didn't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of understand what she, where she's coming from, because you, if you, all you got to do is just Google image search this lady and go, oh, maybe she didn't know. All right. Yeah. Oh, uh, is there local elections again over there? Uh, we're getting close, yeah. I mean... Uh, and well, two months, I guess. So yeah. Yeah. Are you going to vote? Of course. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to vote for? I don't even know all the ballots yet in my area. I know a few of them, but um, I don't think there's a whole lot up on the ballot where I'm at in 2018. I'll have to see, but um. Usually, in I get mail or in Oregon, we get to mail in our ballots. So I'll have it like weeks ahead of time, so we'll be able to talk about it right. if there's anything interesting. Cool, cool. because uh, Trump is uh, telling the truth. Oh, election time again. This is Trump. Where Trump tells the truth. We have an election coming up in midterm for you in the United States, and a local election for us in Norway next year, next September. Well, maybe I'm going to be a candidate if I've find out the body wants me but those both the two elections should be about a couple of things first we need more women into politics when you see the news lately it's all about big man strong man mighty man who's swinging dicks in each other's face all the time if it is the leader from turkey it's the leader from russia the leader from israel or the leader from the united states the only people who make sense in all this bullshit is the leader of germany and she, that I say about a conservative politician that I probably not would voted for in the first place, but in all that crazy bullshit, she is the voice of reason. But we need more women into politics anyway. You, we wonder why. Why don't we get end of sexism? Why don't we get end of, of harassment in the workplace? Because not elect enough women. The women are about half the population, so. It should be possible to get more women in the Congress, in the Senate, or into Norwegian politics. I don't say this because I'm going to be like a pathetic man who just want to make some extra points. But I think politics is best when it's balanced between different interests and different kinds of people. 
It's challenged me to think in another way and maybe challenge those people to think in another way too. That's good. And another thing, this about except for the obvious one, the election should be about legalization of cannabis. But I cannot say that loud. And I'm fucking, I'm saying it loud. It should be candidates who are for legalization of cannabis, who wants the end of the drug war. The, the most important thing of all, not equal to all this other two, is science. If you don't believe in science, if the, your candidate even is a conservative or a liberal or progressive or you're a social democrat or anything, if he doesn't believe in science, he shouldn't be elected. If you believe that the world is 6,000 years old, you shouldn't be elected. I don't give a fuck if the religion is called Christianity, Muslim, Islam or Judaism. I think all the three of those revolutions are bullshit anyway, but it should be about science. For science, you don't, don't give a fuck about where you stand in the world. Science is truth. You cannot, I think, it's, I think a lot of teamwork put up debate between people who are for and against science. It's like there are two equal sides. No, they're not equal. Somebody seeks the truth and somebody just make up things in their head and believe in fairy tale ghosts. They're not equal whatsoever. If you're going to elect, if you're going to go to an election poll next time and you don't vote, go and fuck yourself. And I really mean it. I really mean go and fuck yourself. Because what happened to Trump is all your people who didn't vote fall. Yes. Everybody didn't go to the polling station and vote is your fall. I said it again and again. I'm going to repeat it again and again. You cannot have the ma- you cannot have the majority of the opinions and let the minority or assholes win like you did every time. You do see it everywhere. The world is not getting better, bec- uh, worse because we have too many assholes. But we have too many good guys who are assholes and don't vote and don't say ah. I have my share. Oh, it doesn't matter if I I can go take a bear that day. If you don't do it, nobody will fight for you. Fuck you who vo- who didn't vote. Vote next time. This Tron tells the truth. Have a good day. We have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. I am guessing that we don't have any emails this week. We do. Wow. Whoa, whoa. Another email from Jeremy. Okay. Uh, guys, I watched my first episode of West Coast Wrestling Connection on YouTube today. Awesome. Ah. Cool. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, my first impression was Blake Announcer Man. <laughs> he put yeah. Announcer Man like it's his last name. He capitalized it. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, sounded exactly like Bash on Glow. He actually kind of yeah. looks like Bash from Glow, too. Like, yeah, it does. Uh, but then the magic happened, and there was a wrestler named Spicy McHaggis, and that made my day. <laughs> he is pretty hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen so this fun. guy, right, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got this gigantic belly. He's just an, his belly is enormous, and he uses it to smother people in the corner. Uh, during his matches, it's very good. Um, mm. it's not a great show, but it's fun. Okay. Uh, come for the wrestling, stay for the local commercials. Yeah, there's some really goofy commercials on there. 
a lot of the guys that work, or some of the guys that do production, they also work on the commercials, and some of the commercials are actually written by, like, some of the guys who book the show, so, uh, oh. yeah. It says, I started watching 20 to 30 minute highlights of Raw and SmackDown, as mentioned on last, last week's show. Uh, you're mm-hmm. right, he asked me about that, and I let I told him where to find it, um, which you can find on our Facebook. Uh, and he says, it's, they still don't hold my attention. What is wrong with WWE? <laughs> Actually, that's true. This week, I was oh. watching the Raw one, and I, was, I had to pause it in the middle, because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to watch something else and come back. It's a 30-minute version. <sighs> Shouldn't have Here, to do that. <laughs> here's some spoiler. Here, <laughs> spoiler alert, I'm going to use it the wrong way now. I didn't watch... Either Raw or SmackDown this week. That's how spoilers work, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then finally he says, Fro, have you watched Quantum Leap yet? Which I'm guessing he hasn't since you got home yesterday, but... No, I haven't, but... Right, he got home yesterday night, so he hasn't had any time, but maybe (laughs) next week, Fro? Yeah, oh yeah, I have it on the top of my list of uh, things I want to see. Uh, Other than that I watch something else this week, that... Directly into the TV rounds because talking about glow, I watch glow. Oh, you finally got around to watching it. Awesome. Yes, I, I got my mom into watching it and she enjoyed it too. But what did you think? Um, there was something weird about season two, it felt a little like, uh, what can I say? It's it felt a little like between season. <laughs> like they're planning something for season three. It looked like uh, uh, it's still good. Um, not as good as season one. Uh, I would rate it seven and a half out of ten, maybe. Okay. It sounds pretty yeah. much like what I said. I mean, I, I said it seemed like they were building to season three. What did you think about the uh, immigration storyline, Fro? Uh, Did it seem like why is this in this in this season? Yeah, yeah, it felt a little pushed on, to say it mildly. Why do you think they put it there? It's that's what I thought too. It seemed like right because it yeah. it was like right at the end in the last what three episodes where they added. Yeah. It seemed like they just added it in because they wanted that kind of storyline in there, so they added it in at the last minute. That's what it felt like to mm-hmm. me. Because it really Absolutely. went nowhere. Like, you get yeah. you get part of it, and then at the end, it goes nowhere. So, yeah. I have something else that I watched, but uh, what have you watched this week? Uh, let's see. Uh, Colony Finale. I'm not sure if you're caught up on that. No, I have not. Very I good finale. Think- I have, like, three episodes. Okay. Look forward to it. Um, they definitely changed where the direction of the show in halfway through the season. Um, yes. And it seems yeah. like from this finale that uh, they're setting up for a whole different kind of show at the beginning of next season. Uh, there's oh. definitely some big changes that happen right at the end that I wasn't expecting, so... Uh, look forward to that. Hope we'll hear what you think about those next week, Fro. Um, anything else you saw? Yeah, I saw uh, a new Netflix show. 
that I never heard of. Uh, Dark Tourist. Uh, this is a traveling show. I'm not a huge fan of traveling shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, this guy is from New Zealand, and as the title says, he goes to like weird places, like places people never have been before. Like he goes uh, into something called dark t- tourism. Right. I never heard about it before, and like. He goes like visiting like nuclear sites and things like that. Uh, I will actually give it an eight out of ten. Yeah. Oh wow. I, okay. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, eight episodes out now. I thought about giving it a chance because uh, I saw it on Netflix. It was basically uh, the description on there, as far as I remember, kind of paraphrasing, but it was a. Uh... Uh, tourists who like to go to places that uh, invoke death or like yeah, yeah. Uh, something like that. Um, yeah. Which kind of reminded me of what was that show where the people had the store in New York that was all the weird, obscure uh, oddity items? I don't know. It reminded me of that. So. Uh, other than that, is uh, I'm still laughing my balls off uh, of. Uh... Who's America? Oh, our America. I never remember what the title is. Who is America? Who is America? Yeah. Still fucking funny. Yep, this episode was just as good. Uh, from what I've heard from people who <laughs> kind of know what's going to, like, have talked to people within the show, that the last right. episode is the craziest of crazy. Like, it, each episode uh, progressively gets more nuts is what I what I'm to understand but we'll see if it's actually true could just be rumor but the Israeli with this with this, uh, uh, with this uh, uh, what 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 do you call it it's a normal kind of beeper alarm you stand right. at in the airports what do you call those uh, metal detecting metal detector metal. right yeah, it's supposed to uh, in in instead of metal, it's supposed to see if people are 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 uh, 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 pedophiles. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! I laughed. Yeah, the Sarah Palin episode hasn't been yet, and she complained about it. So yeah, there's been a few people that have complained already, but uh. We'll see if that actually happens. If maybe they'll get cold feet and not put the Sarah Palin part in, but we'll see. Oh, I hope they will. What else have you seen? Uh, really, the only other thing I I got caught up on Elementary because I was way behind. Um, I ended up watching oh, nine episodes this week. I think super behind. Yeah. Uh, I think the Guess reason I got behind is because the this season one. Oh, okay. <laughs> The first half of, uh, of this season is not very good. Um, uh-huh. I think the problem was at the end of last season we had the hint, we found out that Sherlock had uh, gotten a concussion and he got like a head yeah. got head trauma, um, and that storyline at least so far or or in this season to me did not work. And I think oh. the producers and the writers and everybody realized that it wasn't working because halfway through the season, there's an episode where it just goes, 
at the very beginning of the episode, it says three months later. And then all of a sudden Sherlock yeah. is cured and that, that storyline never comes back oh. from. So it's for the best, believe me. Uh, for people that think it's really weird that we we have uh, said zero things about Castle Rock, we will talk about it after the main topic. So right. just... uh, we can mention we watched it here. We watched the episodes, but we're gonna do a little more yes. of a breakdown after the main topic. So let, if you're if we're ready, let's get into the main topic. Yeah, because uh, we're going to talk about uh, is uh, Jim Carrey in the Illuminati. So. Let's begin with who's Jim Carrey. Okay. I mean, most people probably know who Jim Carrey is. A famous actor it and comedian. Could be. Uh, originally from In Living Color. If you That was the first time I ever saw him. Uh, mm -hmm. He was also an Ace Ventura pet detective, Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, uh, Batman Forever, which that was a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible movie. Um, the, and The Truman Show, it. Man on the Moon. Uh, let's ah. see what else was he in. Of course, Eternal Sunshine for of the Spotless Mind, and a lot of really Maybe bad movies like Bruce Almighty and uh, Me Myself and Irene. Yeah. Fun with Dick and Jane. That was a terrible film. That was terrible. If you really want to see a good uh, Jim Carrey movie, see Man on the Moon, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and. What would the third one be? Oh, the documentary uh, the about show. Man on the Moon, maybe? Yeah, the Truman Show I loved. Oh, the Truman Show, sure. Yeah. And I would add the documentary about Man on the Moon, whatever that was called, add that in there, just because yeah. it's super recent. But um, see what else was really good that I would recommend. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, so what is the Illuminati, then? Right, the Illuminati... The Illuminati's uh, name given for several groups of both real and fictitious. Uh, his historically, the name usually refers to the Bavarian Illuminati, uh, an Enlightenment area era secret society founded in 1776. Wait, 1776 is the same year. Oh, whatever. Uh, the society's goals were opposed uh, were opposed superstition, uh, obscurate. Ant Antonism? What is that? Is the sure. practice of deliberately presenting information in an impre imprecise and re recognizable manner. Oh, okay. Uh, religious influence over public life and abuses of state of power. So they were opposed to abuses of state of power and religious influence on public life. Uh, the Order of the Day, they wrote in general statutes... Uh, the Illuminati, along with Freemasonry and other secret societies, were outlawed by the Bavarian ruler in 1784. So, that's kind of a, break, a quick breakdown of the original Illuminati. Right. Do you remember uh, uh, when uh, the first talk about uh, the Da Vinci Code came out? Uh, I guess so. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm guessing you never read The Da Vinci Code? I've seen the movies, but I'm sure that's yeah. a little different. Yeah. Uh, there's a book uh, that that book is based on uh, called, that I really recommend to our listeners, by the way, 
called uh, Holy Grail, Holy something. <laughs> I should Google it. But, uh, um, uh, or, and that is maybe the first time I heard about uh, the Illuminati. That's why, why I, I ask you. When was when you heard about uh, the Illuminati the first time? See, this is a little hard, because would you count the New World Order as the Illuminati? No. Because I think I probably heard about the New World Order before I ever heard about yes, the Illuminati. Yes. So that's, that's a little... That's why, that's why I'm saying no. Um, I don't know, then. It was definitely before... Uh, it was definitely I mean, before the knows. books. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't. I couldn't. I really wouldn't be able to place exactly when. Oh, yeah. you know when I probably was. Um, when the whole uh thing came out about uh Bohemian Grove. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, which, if anybody doesn't know that, there was this whole. This was Alex Jones too. Uh, yeah. But, it, I mean, there was already talk about it. The reason Alex Jones went there is because people were already talking about it. So yeah. I had heard about it and then saw the Alex Jones thing. And that mm. was kind of just, like, uh, reinforcing what I had already seen at the time. But I was, like, in, mm. you know, I just got out of high school. I was much more um, gullible, I guess, <laughs> than I am now. Mm. But I remember hearing about that and hearing about the Illuminati and then seeing the whole uh, Alex Jones thing on YouTube. And out, I think that that's the first time I ever really saw Alex Jones as well, to be honest. So, yeah. Mm. Holy, the Holy Grail is the name of the book, by the way. If you if you read that, that uh, and that came out many, many, many years before uh, uh, Da Vinci Code. Uh, and I read that book because I'm I'm interested in it. And then years later... Uh, he comes out and uh, it was published in 82. I think I read it. Uh, I don't I don't remember when I was 18, maybe. Sure, okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, a much better, it's a much better book about the same thing they talk about in Da Vinci Code than the Da Vinci Code. But, uh, well, one second. Naughty. As far as the yes. Bohemian, Bohemian Grove, we really never went into what that was. I mentioned it, but I never oh. mentioned what it is. Uh, Bohemian Grove is a private men's club based in San Francisco. Uh, in mid-July each year, Bohemian Grove hosts more than two-week encampment of some of its most prom of some of the most prominent men, men in the world. Um. Mm. And actually, I can go down here and I can see who some of those men are because they have a list of the club members. Let's see. Uh, anybody we would definitely know on here? Uh, a lot of these people I've never heard of, to be honest. Christopher Buckley. Oh, George H.W. Bush is right there. Um, never heard of him. You've definitely heard of him. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people on here that I've never heard of, but it does say that they're, like, the most powerful people in the world, so that's really interesting mm. that I haven't heard of most of these people. They are the one that stands behind President Bush. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, uh, it 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 is kind of interesting. Uh, I think uh, uh, Illuminati that doesn't exist today. Just so we are one hundred and ten percent clear on that. Uh, well, here we go. Uh, as far as the Illuminati today, it says uh, Illuminati today refers to various organizations which claim, which people claim are purported to have links to the original Bavarian Illuminati or other mm-hmm. secret societies. Uh, though these links, these links are unsubstantiated, they uh, they often allege a conspiracy to control world affairs by masterminding events, planning agendas. Uh, and planting agents in governments and corporations in order to gain political power and influence to an esta- to establish a new world order. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's what I was talking about early, earlier. Uh, uh, more widely known and elaborate elaborate conspiracy theories, the Illuminati have been depicted as lurking in the shadows and pulling the strings of level strings and levers of power in dozens of uh, films, TV shows, comic books, video games, and music videos. So, Yeah, and I I think they got popularized by the the Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code made them definitely uh, the talk of the town. I mean, yeah, if you go back to... We actually did a whole discussion on Illuminati, and there was a guy named Bill Cooper who was talking about this way before the... Da Vinci Code ever was right. even uh, an idea in somebody's mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But as far as this this last sentence goes, the Illuminati uh, pulling the strings of powers, strings of power uh, in dozens of novels, films, television shows, uh, video games, and music videos, that kind of goes right into what we're going to talk about here is Jim Carrey in the Illuminati. So yeah, even because, in the discussion uh, of the Illuminati, it says they probably are running, you know, Hollywood. Yeah, because uh, let's go a little into what he believes, because he has some strange beliefs. And uh, this is one of the things that we never talked about. We need to put this uh, down on the list on topics. Uh, does uh, vaccine causes autism? We never talked about that. Look, we need to talk about that one day. It's one of those um, things. It's one of those things that like is it's really touchy subject. So I'm almost like a little um, hesitant to br- bring it up. It's like gender fluidity or uh, something like that. You know what I mean? Where like I don't know. If it's something. Uh, it's a little scary to get near. Does that make sense, Fro? Is that yeah, how you feel he, about he, it? Here's my two cents about it. No, it's not that scary. I, I I've seen proof. I like all two old people out there. Here, here's the short. No, short not word. not that. And that's not what I'm saying. Let's not get into the, that now because we're going to discuss it when we actually discuss that. But I'm saying, like, yeah. uh, as far as getting retaliation from people who believe one way or another, that's what I'm more <laughs> talking about. I don't care enough. <laughs> I believe. I believe strongly what I believe. So. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, but the uh, thing is, we've done that before where we strongly believe something, and then we start doing research for a week for the podcast, and we find out, oh my gosh, there's all this evidence I didn't know about. That's when, yeah. you know, things get weird. But uh, Kerry believes that MMR vaccine causes autism, which uh, uh, everyone in uh, science doesn't agree to. Uh, in 2009, he wrote an article questioning the merits of vaccine. The nation and vaccine research in the Huffington Post, 
with former partner uh, Jenny McCartney. Really a nice girl, by the way. Uh, Except Ladd, for the whole uh, anti-vaxxer thing, but yeah. Yes. Carrie uh, uh, led the Green Hour Vaccine March in Washington, D.C. to advocate the removal of toxic sub, uh, substance from children's uh, vaccine out of the belief that children had received too many vaccines too soon, uh, many which are toxic. Yes, there are some things, like, look at the whole bird endemic vaccine scam. Like, there's... You remember that when no, everyone I, I, was... No, I didn't, I didn't really understand what you said, to be honest. The bird something? Yeah, the bird uh, flu. Uh, when everybody was vaccinating themselves. Because uh, right, sure. I never did, uh, but sure. No, no. But everybody else, including me. Uh, people were uh, vaccinating themselves because they were so afraid of the bird flu and it never came, so... Right. Uh, there are. As far as this goes and his beliefs, uh, it does say here he advocates for the removal of top toxic substances from children's vaccines. So he's mm. not actually advocating against vaccines per se. Mm. He's mm. advocating against the substance the toxic substances within vaccines. He's not saying don't give your kids vaccines. He's saying don't give your kids vaccines who have that have toxic chemicals in them. Uh, it even says right here science-based medicine blog uh or he was criticized by American oncologists uh, on the science-based medicine blog for being anti-vaccine, not pro-safe vaccine. Okay, so that's the difference that I, I was trying to say there. Right. Which I never, I never really, until I read this and kind of did a little research on this, uh, on him, I never really thought of those two things as different, but they are, in a way. Oh, yeah, like, being against giving kids vaccines and being against... Vaccines have having something harmful in them. Those are two different things things in my mind. Uh, Kerry believes uh, in an advocates for so-called law of attraction, or as we call it, the the what was the fucking book again? The power. Oh, the, uh, the secret. Uh, the secret. Law of Thank law you. of attraction, right? And guess who else was? Uh, I found out this week uh, follows the secret and the law of attraction. Who? That guy Fousey from that who, that's why oh. he made that stupid uh, convention because he thought it, it was like if you build it they will come kind of like yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought, oh, I, I've got the law of attraction, I can make it happen. Yeah. In an interview with Oprah Winfrey on February seventeenth, nineteen ninety-seven, he revealed that uh, uh, a struggling actor he he would use visualization techniques. To get work, he also started to visualizing a ten thousand dollar check. Uh, ten million, uh, same difference. Ten million, uh, given him for acting services rendered, placed the check in his pocket, and seven years later received hundred uh, a ten million uh, check for his role in Dumb and Dumber. So yeah, he believes in the secret, just like Oprah Winfrey yes. and all these other crazy people. So. Uh, he believe he's an anti-vaxer who also believes in the secret, 
So we're getting into crazy territory is what we're saying here. Continue. Uh, he practiced tantric meditation. Oh, no, no, no. Transcendental. Tantric meditation oh. is something different. <coughs> what is this? Transcendental meditation is like uh, transcending uh, your mental state. Uh, mantra oh, so... meditation, you know, like you're supposed okay. to get to nirvana. Uh, tantric meditation would be sexual, bro, so. Aha. Yes. Okay. Sting. Uh, Kerry has uh, been showing his own uh, political cartoon drawings. He's really a good drawer, by the way. Including controversial rendings of the White House press secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders and President Donald Trump. Um, I think his, his artwork's alright, but it kind of just reminds me yeah. of like the guy down at the pier that'll draw you in a go-kart a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So those are his so, beliefs, I guess. I mean, it's clear just yeah. by the, his beliefs that he's got some crazy out-there uh, beliefs. Would you agree with that, Fro? This guy is definitely, um, definitely not on in the mainstream mindset. So, uh, where should we go? I think the best Probably place to go either. is this article I sent you, because this was actually kind of the first article at least that I can find on the internet, talking about Jim Carrey and the Illuminati. So this is from Collective Evolution. Never, right. Ever heard and this was posted four years... It was posted November 18th, 2014. Um, and I... The, 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 the title of uh, the article is I'm sick and tired of secrets and lies. Jimmy uh, Carrey calls out Illuminati secrets on national television. Uh, right, and uh, so there's this video that I sent Fro. Uh, it's too long to play, obviously. It's, yeah. what, ten minutes long or something, but... Yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey went on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Um, yes. And it was clear he was doing a bit, right? Is that what you thought, Fro? Yeah, and he's there to do a plug for Dumb and Dumber 2. Sure, okay. I don't even remember what, what the movie was he was plugging, but... The whole yeah. time he's there, he's doing this Illuminati shtick, where he's saying, yeah. like, he... Uh, I, the part that I like is where he does the little symbol, and Jimmy Kimmel goes, What is that? What? Like, you don't know, Jimmy. Like, you don't know. <laughs> like, all the people in Hollywood don't know what this symbol is. That's my favorite part mm -hmm. of the whole interview. Yeah, and... Uh, it, it, I, I, I think it's just trying to be a funny goof. Right. Uh, yeah. In the video, Carrie spends an extended period of time making a triangle uh, hand symbol while protruding his tongue from the center while a curious mm -hmm. but amused uh, Jimmy Kimmel watches from behind his desk. Uh, so y He says, So you don't know what it is. Jimmy Fallon doesn't know what it is. David Letterman doesn't know what it is. All the call... All the comics and actors in show business don't know what this is. And he makes the hand gesture once again. That was what I was talking about. Uh, so, yeah, he did this on Jimmy Kimmel. And obviously these people took it as him talking about... Uh, it says here, although Carrie's stunt seems uh, fictitious, many of the things he mentioned are are fact-based in truth, is what this article says, okay? Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Uh, the term Illuminati comes with the connotations of conspiracy. However, the term sim- simply refers to high-level bankers who run the majority of the world, like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. Mm. And then, because it says the Rockefellers, it actually shows pictures of Jay-Z and uh, mm-hmm. Beyonce making the triangle hand symbol, that mm-hmm. uh, same one that Jim Carrey was making. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because that's his record company, Rockefeller Records. Uh, right here, so. One could argue that Carrie was poking fun at the Illuminati conspiracy theorist. Right, which what is what we were saying. Mm-hmm. However, considering Carrie is known for being publicly involved in the truth mo- movement, one must naturally question if this public ap- appearance was planned tactic to spread awareness about the global elite. With a platform wide-reaching as uh, the Jimmy Kimmel Show, it would definitely be a perfect opportunity to do so. So these people, at least in 2014, article from Collective Evolution, they're not suggesting that Jim Carrey's in the Illuminati. They're suggesting he's a Illuminati whistleblower, Fro. What do you think about that? I think that's uh, crazy. Uh, here's the sad thing about it. I don't know if you've gotten this... Uh, I think maybe you sent me a link about it. Uh, Jim Carrey's girlfriend. Are we going to talk about that? Yeah, we're going to talk about it after the Disclosed.tv article. Oh, okay. So let's go to that first. Uh, Because uh, that's also a website I never ever heard of before. Well, yeah, but it's not hard. Uh, The thing is, when you're doing research like this, what you do is you just look up Jim Carrey Illuminati in Google, and then you find the websites so that are talking about it. I don't really have to. I don't get to choose which websites I go to for something like this. You know what I mean, Fro? No, 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 no. I know, I know. I, I, I just find it interesting that when we talk about something crazy like uh, the Illuminati, uh, we we uh, never uh, see something from NBC or CNN or CBS or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, because this is posted under conspiracy theory on July 12, 2017. Uh, Jim Carrey framed for death of his girlfriend after exposing Illuminati live on TV. So they are really reaching. Uh, right here, well-known actor and comedian Jim Carrey has, has a way of bringing attention to himself. Uh, this is certainly something he did in the form in 2014 appearance on the late night talk show with Jimmy Kimmel. Carrie made a memorable and somewhat controversial entrance. The minute he walked out on stage, he made a hand gesture, right, which we just talked about. Uh, the, uh, the crowd obviously caught the meaning of the gesture and reacted in various ways from Paul's to screams. If Carrie had left it like this, it might have been a coincidence and brushed aside. However... True to form, he didn't leave it there. Carrie sat down with Kimmel and proceeded to ask him if he knew what the gesture meant. Uh, right, so we said that. Uh, then he went on to talk about how the Illuminati was trying to control individuals out out watching TV at the, that very moment. Uh, he also stated those in the entertainment industry were being used as pawns for the Illuminati's game. Uh, so they believe... Let's see, where is... Uh, Good, but then, uh, it says here Carrie, long time on again, off again. Girlfriend uh, Catherine White died from an apparent mm-hmm. overdose. 
If it wasn't enough, Carrie was accused of the wrongful death. Why? Because according to the court reports, he obtained the drugs for White under false names using his physician. Mm -hmm. uh, so were the Illuminati setting Carrie up to take the fall by being accused of manslaughter to get him out of the way? <clears throat> Would this organization go this far to quiet somebody? Uh, well, this isn't the first time the Illuminati were linked to a celebrity uh, in trouble or even to the death of a well-known individual. To this day, some question whether the organization was behind the death of John Lennon, Princess Diana, Michael Jackson, just to name a few. So, It's so sad, though. So, but this the, the thing is, this article is saying, is also saying they think... Uh, he was in the Illuminati and that he's an Illuminati whistleblower and that's what this Got was it. all about. And so the Illuminati killed his girlfriend and tried to frame it on him. Yeah. Spoiler alert, they didn't. Right, he ended See up... What I they, there? Right, he didn't... Spoiler alert, right. Yeah. Mm. Spoiler alert, it's a song. Um... <laughs> <coughs> but yeah... It's 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 super sad because especially because he was taken in for questioning about this stuff and and uh, after that he has uh, gone more 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 quiet and and kind of I wouldn't call it insane but he he, he doesn't look his old itself. Is that... Well, he's, yeah, he's not uh, the Ace Ventura we grew up with, is what you're trying to say. Right. But, I mean, right. I don't think he was ever that that person. He portrayed no. himself that way on TV, and I think he always, you know, portrayed himself that way. So when people yeah. see him now and they don't see him the way they remember him, they think it's crazy. But at the same time, I think he's just changed as a person. And I can understand right. that, especially, like, if you lose a loved one, you're gonna, you're gonna change and... Uh, if you get into a career like his, where you're forced to do things like that you don't always want to do and things like that, um, it can drive you a little crazy. So I can understand why he is the way he is now. Um, I think it helps with the idea of him being in the Illuminati. But I, here's here's what we should get. Uh, let's let's finish off this and then we'll get to our final thoughts because that's where I, I was about yeah. to go. But because you go uh, let's go to uh, the twentieth. Of February and Twitter, uh, we have a Twitter status from Jim Carrey. Some super genius on YouTube is saying that I'm a member of Illuminati. I guess that's a weird kind of compliment. Can't wait to tell my close personal friend, the Easter Bunny. By the way, the two fairy was is Kaiser Saucer. <laughs> uh, you never seen that movie you should right yes you'll get the joke if you've seen usual suspects i'm sure most yes. people have hey, you, the, honestly you wouldn't have even had to see it because they've parodied that scene from that movie so many times yeah. if you haven't you might still get it and then there's and, a uh, picture of him with sure, the easter yes. bunny at the movies yeah. yeah so funny him and the easter bunny i think the easter bunny has some raisinets or something down there um <laughs> but yeah uh, so yeah, he. This was like Fro said from February 2018. So like we said, mm -hmm. the original article we talked about was from 2014. Jim Carrey mm -hmm. responds on Twitter four years later after somebody posts four something about it on later. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. 
That's a long time. So it is an interesting so, story when you think about it that it's been going on that long, and then finally he yeah. says something. And not only that, what I found really interesting, I'll go into my final thoughts right here, from, mm. is that we went in, at least uh, me, because I had seen, I'm assuming, the YouTube video that he's talking about, the one that I sent you, from, that was like called, <laughs> what was the name of it? Um, what he did on stage was his... Uh, here it is. What he did on stage was the price he had to pay was the name of the video I sent you. Mm-hmm. And it was about Jim Carrey and the things he did on stage. And they're saying in that that's the video I'm assuming he's referring to in this tweet. OK, Fro. OK. Uh, and so he saw that video and that video is saying in the YouTube video, it's saying that he's in the Illuminati. Would you agree with that? No. What would you say the video was saying? Oh, I, I, I talked to you for asking me what's in the Illuminati. No, the video that I'm talking <laughs> yes, about, the, the one that he's referring to in the tweet, the one that I sent you on Facebook, would you say yes. that video is, is trying to say that Jim Carrey's in the Illuminati? Yes, yes, okay. yes. But we go back to these articles from the, uh, the 2014 and the 2017 article, and it seems mm. like both of those are saying that he's a... Uh, Illuminati whistleblower, like somebody mm-hmm. who maybe w- was in or knows about it and is trying to get the word out. So it seemed like when we went into this, we were uh, the question. Original question was: Is Jim Carrey in the Illuminati? Uh, mm-hmm. But when you do research on the internet, it seems like most people on the internet don't believe he's in the Illuminati. They believe he's an Illuminati whistleblower. Would you agree, mm-hmm. agree with that? As far as what people on the internet believe from? Yes. Okay, now we can do our thoughts on this, because I think we've pretty much covered what the internet thinks. Would you agree? Yes. You don't have anything else to add? No, no, I I totally agree with your statement. Uh, I I want to go first. Uh, I feel bad for Jim Carrey. I I think he's a misunderstood genius. If you look back at the persona. I I I really think you you should l- look into that documentary as well, uh, where where he talks about when he he turns in um, like man of, man of the moon, and and the enemy is it called that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, he 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 talks about like he putting up on personas and. He goes so deep into like uh, the trails of things. Right, uh, but even in the no. video I sent you, that was the video he was referring to on Twitter. It had a clip right. from that movie, which they were saying was you know evidence of him being the Illuminati because of what he was talking yes. about. You know, in the oh, it was called Jim yeah. and Andy: The Great Beyond. Jim and Andy. Yeah. So no. Uh, Jim Carrey wasn't in the Illuminati, and no, he wasn't the Illuminati whistleblower, because, spoiler alert, the Illuminati doesn't really exist. Uh, I, overall, um, I think it's really interesting that from 2014 to 2018, the story of Jim Carrey being in the Illuminati has changed from one thing, him being a whistleblower... (laughs) to now him yeah. being actually in the Illuminati, and that in, he uh, did all those Illuminati. things to get in. Um, I think that the story has changed over time, kind of like the telephone game is very interesting. Um, 
as far as the Illuminati goes, let's start there. I think there is definitely cabals of really rich, powerful people who are doing things behind closed doors to affect world oh, yeah, events. Yeah. That I believe. Oh yeah. Do they call themselves oh, yeah. the Illuminati? Do they call do they call it the New World Order? Do they pro- I I would say if they did before, they're not doing it now. So to say the Illuminati exists, I would say it doesn't, but it does probably under some other name in in some form, right? Some other group under some other name doing the exact same thing that we contribute to the Illuminati probably exists, and there's probably multiple of them in the world. You know what I mean? It's not just one big group all over the whole world. I bet it's if if there is these groups, they're probably feuding with each other, fro. These you know, powerful yeah. groups of people trying to control things, and each group is kind of warring with the other groups. That's the way I see it more than anything. Um, and you can, you can almost say that the G8 meeting in Syrish and things like that is that Illuminati it has, is as close as we come to modern time Illuminati. Right, these closed-door meeting meetings like with these powerful yes. people from all around the world, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as far as that goes, uh, I, that's my ideas there. Jim Carrey, I think he's a very troubled man at this point. I think he. Yep. Uh, it, it. There's a lot of things to attribute to that in his life. Um, but. Yep. I think people want somebody to blame, and they've at least in this scenario they found a really easy target, and I don't think that's a very nice. Yeah. I think that's really mean, to be honest. So that's my final thoughts. Yep. Let's do crazy scale uh, as far as this theory. Uh, the theory of people believing Jim Carrey's in the Illuminati. It's nine. I'll give it an... Uh, I'll give it a seven. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's as... Cra- I mean, just because... Uh, let's say there was a theory that believed that a group, a specific group of like 20 people was in the Illuminati. That would be crazier oh, yeah, than yeah. thinking one person was in. So okay. in that way, I have to go a little lower. So, okay. I will go down to eight. Though. Okay. <laughs> but Hey, now I'm actually going to use the term, uh, correctly because now we are really going to spoil something. We're going to spoil the first three episodes of Castle Rock. So if you haven't seen the first episode of uh, Castle Rock, we are going to talk about it right now. Now. Right. So now, so if you either fast forward if you haven't seen it or pause and go watch Castle Rock episode one through three, one or the other. Okay. That's a good spoiler. You should really watch this because... Spoiler alert! <laughs> Many times now, <laughs> it's really good. That's how spoilers work, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is a really good show. Look, what we'll get into it. Uh, that's kind of the point of this. Otherwise, we just go. Yeah. It's really good, and then we move on. Is that <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's really good. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's go through it. I have some notes uh, that I took, took took on it, and you you have um, some descriptions, right? So I'll open yeah. up with a description of episode one here. Um, yep, uh, called Severance. After sh- uh, sh- after the Shawshank Warden kills himself in nearby Castle Rock, an anonymous prisoner is found in a block 
that the warden closed off 30 years ago. And an, an anonymous call summons lawyer Henry Deaver to the town. But Henry has his own dark history with the small main town. That's a perfect summer. Yep. Nice to see Loki playing something out of Lost. That was nice. Oh, uh, Loki? Like from Loki. TNA? No, uh, yeah. Locke. Locke, yeah. Locke, there you go. John Locke. But he's, what, in this John for, Locke. like, what, 15 minutes? But sure. Yeah, but he, he his voice is, is there, especially in episode two. Um, oh, I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, he's, a, he's a background figure. Let's call him that. But I'm guessing he's going to become much more important. I mean, we're going to get flashback yep. stuff with him eventually. So he's going oh, to yeah, be definitely. more in the series. It's just in these three episodes, he was not featured all that much. If you're looking for John Locke oh. from Lost, you're not going to get a lot of it um, in these episodes. But uh, why don't you do a little description of what uh, what you had down for episode one, I guess. Yeah, and uh, I, I thought it was really interesting, uh, the thing uh, putting uh, Shoshak Redemption into Castle Rock. Uh, for people that doesn't know uh, Steven Spielberg's universe as, as, as uh, good as I do, I read all his books. I almost have to ask you, Stephen uh, King. You said Steven Spielberg, Stephen. by the way. Sorry. Oh, sorry about that. Um, but I, I, I almost have to, uh, to ask you, did you ever feel lost in in the references? Uh, to be honest, I, I, I didn't get the references, but it was very clear that they were happening, if that makes sense. It's like... Yeah. That's yeah. clearly a reference that's that they're trying to uh, point out something from, especially in episode one. One episode yeah, one had especially. more references than the other ones, but yeah. it was very clear yeah. that it was a reference, um, almost too clear because I didn't know what it was. But it was like mm -hmm. very much like I'm a reference. Like it could have like a big label above it. You know what I mean? So that's not necessarily good. You want it to be a little more yeah. subtle than that. But yeah. especially yeah. since I didn't even know it was a thing, and then it was. Um, but as far as episode one goes, I like the storyline as far as uh, the new female warden coming in and her trying to yeah. cover things up. That's one of the big <laughs> important elements yeah. of episode one. Yeah. And uh, Henry returning to Castle Rock. Uh... And then I guess we just go into kind of the end of episode one, which was uh, the Shawshank prisoner that I talked about in the um, description. He ends up, right. what, ki killing a whole bunch of people? Or did he? Or did he, right. But, so... uh, yeah, uh, I, 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 I just have to say that I loved uh, uh, City Basic, that place, uh, uh, the prisoners, uh, now the lawyer's mom. There's good actors in every single role of of this series. Just have to say that. Alright, moving on to episode 2, because we got a few yep. episodes to do here. Uh, habeas Corpus. Uh, Henry tries to find out the name of his would-be client at Shawshank. Uh, meanwhile, Molly remembers the past while trying to re 
uh, juvenate Castle Rock's present. Yeah, and I used a lot of time uh, thinking, where the fuck have I seen this girl before? And I go like, I've seen her somewhere before. And I, I go. I like, kept thinking oh. the same thing. Yeah. And I, I am like, it. It was so irritating. I had to Google it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she plays Rose in uh, in in uh, uh, Two and a Half Men. <laughs> oh, okay. I wouldn't yeah. have known her from that. Uh, let's see, yeah. I don't even know what I know know her from, but I definitely like I saw her and instantly was like, oh, I remember her, but I could have sworn it was like from her as a uh, child actor. I don't know how long she's been acting, but I could have sworn I'd seen her when she was a very, you know what it is, the movie from 1999, Detroit Rock City. That's where I remember. Mm. Her from. Yep. Mm. She was also in Coyote Lonely. Ugly. If you ever saw that film. Yes. Yes, I did. Sadly, uh, she called uh, Melanie Jane Linsky. By the way, yeah. Uh, another good episode. Uh, I think one of the that uh, was the main takeaways was that uh, I'm going to call him Loki. Uh, Loki uh, makes this prison cell uh, uh, because of God. There's a lot of talk of God, and and uh, uh, I also lo- love how they move him into this uh, narcissist uh, um, uh, cell, and right, uh, and he he the only thing he says is like, "Don't touch me," <laughs> and you see the Nazi like, "Yeah, I'm fucking scared of you," and. He dies out of what was it? Cancer. Oh, I, I don't even remember. Yeah, and there was a Kujo reference that was funny. Right, there's a uh, lot of references here. They're just very unsubtle. They're like very blatant, like right in your face references. Uh, yeah. I mean, a, a clear one is the guy who plays the. Uh, not the main character, or is he the main? No, he's not really the main character, but the uh, prisoner, because we don't mm. actually know his name. He's just we'll call him Shawshank Prisoner guy. Mm. Uh, that's the guy who plays the clown from It, like the new yes. one. Yeah. Yeah. Little scar, scar, scarred. Right. And he's creepy as can be. I mean. Oh, in this, yeah, he, for sure. Yeah, he he like again. They've done some really good things with the acting. Let's go to episode three. Okay. Uh, episode three, local color. Henry meets Molly for the first time since their childhood, uh, and his presence proves distracting when Molly tries to make a presentation for Castle Rock's rejuvenation uh, on a cable access show. So I guess mm. the one real main takeaway from this uh, was that we found out Molly has some kind of telekinesis where she can yeah. connect with uh, other people's minds, but it not not yeah. necessarily on purpose. And well, Henry uh, was her neighbor when she was a kid, and uh, he is a conduit for her, where she kind of connects to him easier than other people. Is that what you got? Yeah, for example, he burned himself on the candle. Uh, she felt it right away. 
Right. Or, I mean, and then we get to the point where she's doing a TV interview about something, and she ends up, instead of trying to get across her um, ideas of what she wants to do with the city, she ends up saying his ideas, because those are what are going on in her head. Uh, And I guess the other big thing is that we find out that she killed his dad, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, No, mom. Oh, dad, yeah. Dad, yeah, right. Which uh, people in the town believe that Henry had murdered his father. Or they, you know, he was never convicted of it, but the people in the town still believe that it was him. But this girl, Molly, knows knows what really happened, so. Right. Uh, Again, fantastic. uh, I I just, there's something about uh, when a series is not trying to scare you, by jump scares, but actually trying to make an atmosphere. And the atmosphere in this show is so freaking good. I love I love being in the world. I mean, the atmosphere feels like... Uh, it feels Twin Peaksy to me, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. a lot of Twin Peaks vibes happening yeah. in this yeah. film, or this a movie. Yeah. I said movie. TV show. Yeah. It really feels like a movie, doesn't it? Oh, when you yeah, watch it, yeah. but uh, especially yeah. since we watched three hours of it, that probably added yeah. to it feeling like a movie. But as far yeah. as the third episode goes, I thought it wasn't as good as the first two. I totally agree. Um, it didn't uh, feel as important, and especially no. the fin- the first two episodes, uh, the finale. It was like, oh, awesome! I want to see what happens in the next episode. Yeah. The third episode, yeah. the ending was just like, okay, is that it? Yeah. Nothing what special now? happened. Why? Yeah. Why should I look forward to the fourth episode? I'm not really sure. So, uh, should we uh, write uh, rate the episodes? I would give episode uh, one a nine. I would give episode two a nine, and I would give episode three an uh, eight. Um, we got a lot of go- a lot to go with this TV show, um, but overall, as far as the TV, as far as it being just a TV show, um, I'll give it episode one an eight. I'll give yeah. episode two a seven and a half. I'll give episode yeah. three a five and a half. Ooh, I thought episode three fell off a lot, and actually, yeah. to be honest, when I'm looking here. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, episode one, directed by Michael Updale, written by Sam Shaw, Dustin Thomas. Episode two, directed and written by the same people. Episode three, directed by Dan Addis and written by Gina Welsh. So episode one and two were written and directed by the same people. Episode three oh. was written and directed by somebody completely different. So no wonder mm. it felt like a different show to me. Yeah. Uh, are you excited following this? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, uh, the, as far as the show overall, like, if I just, if, instead of rating each episode, if I took all three episodes and rated them together, um, mm. I would give that an eight and a half, uh, and my interest yeah. is peaked as far as I want to know how this kid got into the, uh, into the cell, why did the guy drive himself off the cliff, uh, yeah. what's going on with Molly's, uh, telepathic or uh, abilities. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm going, oh, I want to find out about what where this is all mm. going to go. Um, it's a show where, to be honest, Fro, I don't want this show, at least right now, to have a second season. I want everything to wrap up at the end of this 
season. Do you but know I'm... what? That is funny that you said that because I had the same fucking feeling because um, uh, I know you uh, saw this TV show, uh, but if you ever see the first season of The Dome, that is also based on a Stephen King novel. Right. There is one of the perfect seasons one ever. After season one, oh, <clears throat> I think I, as far as I remember, it's been a while, but I think the first half of season two was also all right. And then somewhere yeah. in that season, it gets really bad. Yeah. And, and then uh, the last season went... was just like, they had ran awful. completely out of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Yeah, so I, I, I feel I feel like I, I, I want him to get released. I want him to get his money. And I, I want uh, bad things to happen. Because he is clearly the Antichrist or the devil or whatever. See, I think it's going to be a swerve. And he's actually a good guy. And he is going to be there to fight against an actual evil thing that's going to show up later. That's what I think. Really? Yeah. I think it's going to turn out that the guy who kidnapped him was all doing it all for the benefit of the town. Because even it was even said like the he kept him in there because he thought uh, that if he let him out, uh, it would ruin uh, it would ruin the town or whatever. So I think yeah, um, it's going to turn out the opposite of what we what you're thinking. That's what uh, oh. it would be a good swerve. We'll see what happens though. Yeah. So. Uh, we will talk uh, less about this next week. Have well, we'll just cover episode four, but I'm, yes. it, was, it will probably cover we'll probably cover that a little more in depth because we will be we'll have a little yes. extra time next time. Yes. So, have you seen any movies this week? <laughs> well, I did, but let's talk about something first that came out in the news about films in America. Here, have you heard of Movie okay. Pass from? Oh, this is sad. Yes, I have. <laughs> Do you guys have Movie Pass in Norway, or is that no. just an American? Okay, no, so Movie Pass is something where you pay like ten bucks and you get to yeah. see a certain number of movies per month. You get a, a card and you get to go to whatever movie theater. Um, and in the last week, I guess uh, they've run yeah. out of money or whatever, and it's it says uh, like. Run- Go to any movie you want, and now people are being denied by the card yep. uh, going to certain movies. Is that what you're to understand? Yep. Very strange are... kind of turn of events in the world of cinema, yeah. Yeah. They they don't have any money left. <laughs> it's almost a little sad. I mean, it's also bad for the movie companies, because this was something that could have kept people going to the to the movies. Uh, yeah. to the theaters, which has been on the downcline for the last 15 years or so. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is something, it's like Netflix or something like, you know, you pay that ninety nine ninety nine and you're guaranteed to get what you're, what you're paying for, where uh, you go into a movie now, you spend the money, you get the popcorn, and if the movie's terrible, you know what I mean, you lose your money and mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, where movie pass is a little different, you're guaranteed to go in there and see the movie you want to see. Um and if it's bad, you can always walk out partway through and, and get your movie pass thing back. But now, this could hurt the movie theaters, I think, a lot. I, I don't know how... I think... Remember we talked about Blockbuster last yeah. week? 
I, I don't know how much longer it's going to be till movie theaters are going to be just in the same place as blockbusters are now. So, oh, I think you're uh, incorrect. I don't. I think as long as I would rather go to a cinema and see a good movie. So, right. I mean, there's always going to be those event kind of movies, but I think it's going to fall off as far... I, I don't think we're going to see as many movie theaters around. You're going to have, like, one, oh, yeah. like, miles and miles away from everybody. It's going to be a lot less prevalent. Because I think it's just going to... It's going to be... There's going to become a time where people's movie uh, experience at home is going to be become almost equivalent or even better than a movie theater experience, specifically with a VR headset or something like that, you know what I mean, Fro? Mm. Where your movie experience could be uh, 10 times what a movie theater could give you. Um, that's going to happen eventually, so. But have you seen any movies this week? I did. I saw a movie on Netflix called Extinction. Uh, good. I've saw, seen this as well. Okay. Uh, I went into this going, oh, it's a movie about aliens. All right, cool. Alien kind of invasion film. Because just by, mm. like, the description and, like, the uh, uh, posters and stuff I saw for it, it's about AI, of course. Yep. Like every movie that ever has been in 2018, you're like, oh, a Disney film about Shrek, and then it's about AI. You're like, what the fuck? How did Shrek become about AI? This is weird. <laughs> but uh, it's it's not a bad movie. Oh, I enjoyed it, for sure. It had a very yeah. cool twist. Uh, in, it wasn't really even at the end. Twist. It wasn't, a, it wasn't yeah. like a plot twist at the end. It was right in the middle of the film, and yeah. then you continue yeah. with it, and I love that plot twist. Very cool. Yeah. I, did you see that yeah. coming? No, 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 no. I no. did not, no. No, 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 no. And I thought the acting was very, very good. Everybody uh, who w were was in it were very good. Even the two little girls, I thought, yeah. for being you know child actors, they were very amazing, so... Uh, oh. total recommend. I would actually give this like an eight point five. Um, yeah, seven and a half. I would give it. Okay. Um, it is just another the... AI movie, but it has a great twist on the classic AI kind of film. So. Yes, and uh, there's there's some other. Uh, I like the ending. <laughs> But, uh, All right. Anything I'm, else? Uh, uh, that was it for me. So, if anything else you saw? Yeah, as as you know, I'm uh, on the hunt for the worst movie of 2018. Um, I made two new discoveries in that uh, company this week. Uh, one called The Wrong Bed: Naked Pursuit. <laughs> and okay. No. It, doesn't that sound like a porno? <laughs> it sounds like a 1990s uh, PC game that you would get on like one of those compilation discs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. After losing her job in an insurance company, Stella Williams wakes up in a hotel handcuffed to sexy firefighter Owen Michael. Message, uh, messages they uh, left themselves at night before reveal that their lives are at danger. While on run, flashbacks help Stella put the pieces back together. But before she and Owen can unravel the truth, they are confronted with the reality of their dangerous situation. 
the whole time you were saying that I wanted it to be Owen Wilson for some reason in my mind. I was like <laughs> waiting for you to say Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is a Lifetime movie. <laughs> Wait, for like legit, it's a Lifetime movie, or it 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 feels like one. No, it is a Lifetime. Oh, it movie. is a Lifetime movie. Okay, so it's bad, yes. is what you're saying. Yes. Uh, this is up there on the shittest movies I've seen this year. Uh, too bad it's from 2017. But, uh, but, uh, I, I, I almost want you to see it just because, <laughs> because it's so... I don't know, if it's from 2017, it might not be worth it, but... Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no... Uh, who? Hey, that was a bad movie. Send me a trailer, uh, but, and I'll look. I'll look at the trailer, but yeah. Okay. Yes, uh, I will do that. Um, <laughs> but the other movie, and I know I'm going to get so much hassle over this because I heard this was a great movie that everybody loved. Have you seen Game Game Night? Uh, no. Have you heard uh, we, about We covered it on the show, remember? We did it in, in another digital review, so yeah. Oh, everybody loves this <coughs> movie, look. Everybody's talking about this is one of the best movies of the year. It has a 7 out of 10 on IMDb and 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's not, I mean, I'm that's going... not great, but alright. 83 on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, I mean, it's not like some other movies we've had this year that were like 99 or 100%, so yeah. No, but still, but still, uh, I I have to have someone explain to me what was good about this. I fucking hated it. I thought it was a mess out of a movie. This is from this year. Uh, maybe it's because I can't handle Jason Bateman when he plays Jason Bateman. Uh, it's like he's so hysterical. He's trying to be so hysterical all the fucking time. And, and it's a really, like, rushed movie. So he, he runs around... Uh, like being Jason Bateman uh, and uh, Rachel uh, McAdams that plays his wife. I, 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 I don't... I really, really, really don't get why this is on the list of, like, best movies of 2018 so far. Okay. Maybe yeah. the production company paid for it to be there. Um, I would give it a 3 out of 10. Okay. Oh. Is this... This had, uh, you know, Marky Mark and all those people in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But uh, talking about a movie that's gotten great reviews, let's talk about Mission Impossible. Fallout. There cannot be peace without first a great suffering. 
Oh, cool! They're bringing back the Wilden from last movie. So. I don't think I don't think I saw the last movie. I saw five. I know I saw Mission Impossible five, but I don't remember if I yeah, saw no, six or not. Yeah, no, it's the same villain as as uh, six. Oh, okay. They've never done that before, actually. Well, that was an awesome shot. Holy crap. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah. It's not often in an action movie like this you'll appreciate the cinematography that much. No. This is a bad idea. Is it ever a good one? Honestly. Scotty from Star Trek? Oh. He's not just some observer. Trust anybody outside of this room. You go rogue, he's been authorized to hunt you down and kill you. That's okay. Dramatic music, dramatic music. Which way, Benji? Turn left! He's good at drumming, though. What are you waiting for? I'm pretty sure in skyscrapers like that, they make the gla uh, glass so you can't just break it with a chair, but. Yeah. Stops. We'll pretend. He is everyone he ever cared about. You don't understand what we're involved in. You need to walk away. Please don't make cool. me you. She's back as well. Cool. She also was in the last one. Maybe we need to reconsider that. Right, I was thinking I didn't remember her from these movies, but I figured she was new, but alright. So they're it's more based off the last one than the other ones, I'm guessing. Yeah. It was a big break when they made the fourth hey, one. Hey, I recognize one. that place. We say it's done. Showtime. Oh my god. There's the classic music. Man, I feel like we've seen the whole minute, or the whole movie in two minutes. Yeah. So, I, I usually ask you, oh, what is this Oscar nominee all about? Uh, but before I do that, actually... Uh, Whoa, robots? I, I'm okay, continue. Okay. I usually say, uh, uh, after we've seen the reviews that I had, uh, oh, what is this Oscar nominated movie all about? But I actually have some information. Uh, the end scene of the movie is all filmed in Norway. Really? Okay. Like the final yeah. battle or whatever it probably is? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so Do you know where I, in Norway? I, I saw... Yes. Um, it's called... Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you asked me. <laughs> Because I remembered five seconds ago where it was, and now I suddenly Now forgot. you've completely forgot? Okay. Uh, yeah, let me uh, see. I think I've got it here somewhere. Uh, f but I don't know if I can say it. Oh, Four, four Sands, Norway? Preacher's Pulpit. Yes. Preacher's Pulpit, yes. Four Sands, Norway. Is that a... Which, yes. which one's the town? Um, the first one. But uh, yeah, Prekstol. Uh, uh, um, it's been been talked a lot about that they were going to set uh, a, a film um, um, uh, up 
prompt uh, movie uh, cinema on on the place where it was filmed. <laughs> oh, they're going to build a movie uh, theater there. Is that what you're saying? Just yeah, yeah, just just to show this Mission Impossible Fallout uh, at the same place as where it was filmed, but they didn't do it. So oh, well, they maybe they will eventually. This. Who knows? But. Yeah. From what I heard, I read an article, and I could have sworn it was in the local, that uh, they filmed it there, but in the movie, the stuff they filmed in Norway, in the movie, it's supposed to be in India. So the stuff that's in India is filmed in Norway, which is very strange, but I think this is kind of like out in the middle of nowhere, like a a rock formation, so it's not like in the city, which would be weird, because obviously Norway does not look a lot like India, they don't look similar as far as uh, the locations. So, but I I recognized I recognized the place right away. Oh, okay. I, I saw yeah yeah from the movie. I I've been there. It's kind of cool. Oh really? But yeah, what is this Oscar nominated movie all about, Luke? Uh, Ethan Hunt and the IMF team f- joined forces with CIA agent August Walker to prevent a disastrous a, a disaster of epic proportions. Arms dealer John Lark and a group of terrorists known as the Apostles plan to use three plutonium cores for a simulated uh, simultaneous nuclear attack on the Vatican, Jerusalem, and Jerusalem and Mecca, Saudi Arabia. So yeah, that's what it is about. Let's see, uh, 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy crap. Yeah, and that is uh, 20. 260 people rating it good, seven people uh, rating it rotten. It also has an audience score of 92%, so... That's good, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say they still have to make $25 million, is that right? Yeah, to, to make the money back, because they spent $178 million to make it, and they've only made it like 153 so far. So they still have to make $25 million to even make their money back on this film, but... I have a sneaking suspicion. That I think that they'll probably make is, it, yeah. Yeah. So where did you find your uh, review? Yeah, the Facebook, as always. Um, I kind of got one that was very interesting because uh, there were a lot of responses to this guy because uh, everybody thought this was a great movie, and this guy did not. So uh, Sri Dikanda. D- says, uh, pathetically scripted and too much uh, chasing, uh, plus one to overrated movie and pu- uh, and the publicity, and finally, we, we're we the victims. Uh, please come up with a better story and plot next time. Good luck, is what it says. Uh, Nancy Thornby responds to him, you're obviously outnumbered in your lame opinion, is what somebody says. Uh... And he responds to her, it doesn't matter, maybe you need to reconsider your opinion. And somebody responds to that, I don't dislike the latest one, but I disagree that it's the best in the series. I enjoyed the previous two movies more than this one. So, that's at least a dissenting opinion from what uh, we're going to hear from the rest of the people. Because uh, almost everything on the Facebook page was positive. So, did you have a hard time finding anything negative, Fro? I did uh, find uh, almost nothing uh, negative. Uh, I found uh, someone that really wanted to see it. This is from Rotten Tomatoes. They write, Tom Cruise's real-life Superman 
The guy did everything by himself. No need for DC movies. <laughs> oh, DC movies. Uh, okay, I get it. Right. Yeah. Comic. The yes. comic book. Got it. Okay. Yes. I didn't connect the two for some uh, reason for a second there. I got one, another one, Michelle Denise. This is why yeah, you go to the movies. Nail-biting yeah. action. On the edge of your seat the whole movie. Absolutely loved it. Uh, make sure you see it in IMAX. Best of the franchise. All kinds of twists and turns. Excellent Tom Cruise. That's not a sentence, just saying excellent Tom Cruise. Uh, no. Hell, the whole cast. Uh, everybody go see this in all capital letters. So, she really liked it. Uh, Peter B. had a follow-up to the one that wanted to see it. It says, hey, Marvel, this is how you make an action movie. Wow, where would would we be without Tom Cruise? A must-watch. He gave it five stars. Uh, and then, a... yes. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Then I found a half a star. It, I, it took some time. Uh... And it's Paul S. And he gave it half a star. The worst, most cliche-filled antique movie I've seen in a long time. We actually laughed out loud at the ridiculous corniness and the sheer lack of originality. Uh, Parith Barahad says, I watched it yesterday. I think Mission Impossible 5 was much better in terms of script and plot. Uh, this one had lots of good action, but the plot the plot got lost somewhere. Hoping the next one will be better. So, yeah. Cool. Maybe that's the thing uh, everybody's loving is the action scenes, because I know that a lot of the talk, most of the talk, I would say, on Facebook was about Tom Cruise doing his own stunts. Oh man, I can't believe he did that. Yeah. Those, those kind of things. Uh, coming out uh, other than this is the. Detective D, the Four Heavenly Kings. This is a fantasy mystery movie, and it's two hours and twelve minutes long. Uh, Six point eight out of ten on IMDb. Sixty-three on Rotten Tomatoes. Has nobody we know who is in this because it looks uh, like a Chinese film. I'm guessing yeah. it just got released this week in the U.S. And it's uh, the language is standard Mandarin, so... That's definitely Chinese, yeah. Yes. Accused uh, of wrongly by Empress Wu, Detective D faces a formidable foe while investigating a crime wave that's marked by strange and seemingly supernatural occurrences. Cool. Hmm. And this is actually in a film series called Detective D. So this is not the first movie in this series. Right. Okay. Interesting. And the original title is Deering City Tangavang. My favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other movie that came out, Teen Titan Go to the Movies. Isn't that clever, Fro? Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. Directed but, by uh, yeah. Peter <laughs> Peter Mikhail Aaron Harvarth. Uh, budget of ten million dollars. Uh, this has Tara Strong, Hayden Walsh, and Greg Sipes. Uh, but obviously all voice actors because this is a cartoon. Uh, mm-hmm. children's 
uh, cartoon film. It seems that all I the major really, serial heroes. Really, sorry, yeah, I really, really want to see this. You like Teen Titans? I'm a, yeah, I'm a big fan of Teen Titans. Okay, I've seen episodes, but I'm, I never really got into it. Um, it seems that all major serial superheroes out there are starring in their own movies, all but the Teen Titans. Robin is bound and determined to remedy that situation by becoming a star instead of a sidekick. With a few madcap ideas and a song in their hearts, the Teen Titans go to Hollywood to fulfill their dreams. So this is mm -hmm. like Lego Batman, it's kind of sounding like. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, one of the producers is Will Arnett, uh, just to say that. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, and he does good stuff. So. It has, did you uh, oh my gosh, there's a lot of on... producers, though. Yeah. Did you see say IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes? No, I, I was about to, but you mentioned the direct or the producer. Yeah, ninety uh, percent yes. on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit! Uh, Six point yeah. nine out of ten on IMDb. Ninety percent. Wow. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm it has uh, three point eight out of five on Facebook. <laughs> right. Yeah. They had the Facebook rating on there, which. I started covering a while ago, but I guess it's a thing now for uh, Google. Let's see how many ratings it actually has. Uh, 65. So, not that many re reviews, but still has 89-90%, so that's pretty good. Yeah. I, I Yeah, no, I really like seeing the buttons go. Uh, it's, it's, it's a f kind of a fun spoof uh, children show. Okay. I don't mind it. I'm I'm not going to seek it out. <laughs> I'm not like. Oh, I'm sure to it's gonna. It it'll be on movie. some uh, streaming service very soon. Yeah. It's a cartoon, so you don't. It's you can just you know directly put it on there with a movie. If it's yeah. an actual movie, you have to like dub it out and everything. But yeah. Did you hear the sad news about Mowgli? I don't know what the voice of Mowgli. No, uh, it's directed by Andy Serkis, uh, the one that uh, has uh, made all the apes movie uh, possible. Uh, and it's made by Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers has used a lot of money. And it's the Jungle Book, uh, just uh, uh, that... Uh, it's it's made uh, by Warner Brothers, and it's like it it, it, it will come out kind of in, in a bad time right after the fantastic Jungle Book adaptation that Disney had. Uh, uh, it's so, been a while since that movie came out. I'm pretty sure that came out last mm, year, right? Yeah, but this is coming out this year, so uh, the kind of uh, instead of using a lot of the money for uh, publishing it and uh, doing a lot of uh, commercial things and things like that, they sold it directly to Netflix. Oh, so it's just going to be straight to Netflix? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a good idea. I mean, it's the way it's the way of the future, kind of. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, just westcoastwrestlingconnection.com. Go check out the TV show like Jeremy did. Yeah. And uh, like uh, I think everybody else should do is uh, check out on iTunes, iCloud, 
iPhone, iPad, iStream, i quit, i something. Iraq. Iraq. Iran. Good one. Yeah. Iran. Yes. So check out the podcast. Give us a five star review. Uh, and if it's possible, give us a ten star. Yep. And uh, share the podcast somewhere with somebody. Share it. Sharing is caring. Uh, go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audible.com slash another digital citizen. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Twitter at fro is me. That's F R O I S M E. New Twitter handle now. Fro right. Is me. It's seeming like or... everybody is migrating off of Facebook, so I think it's. Almost an inevitability that we're going to have to migrate to some other social media platform pretty soon, as far as the podcast goes. So we'll see. You can follow me there, and I I tweet a lot about books I read and that. Uh, Next week, we will do something really, really, really interesting. We're going to do a bracket, just the two of us. We've never done that before. Right. I made up a new bracket. For two people, yeah. Yes, and uh, we are going to decide uh, the IMDb worst movie of all time. Uh, we took uh, last week. Me and Luke went through the list of uh, uh, the first hundred, uh, the f- worst hundred movies of IMDb. We picked uh, the first ones we both saw. Uh, so it's movies we we both seen. Right. So there were some of them on there that we one of us had seen and one of us hadn't seen and things like that. So we kind of right. had to skip down, but we really only went down to like tw- number twenty five before we had a list yeah. that w- would fill up the the bracket for the tournament. But yeah, it should be an interesting tournament. Uh, some of them I don't know if I would agree that they should be at the top, but there may be other no. movies that I would say are worse. But we're oh, yeah, going yeah, off yeah. what IMDb says, so that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Uh, we will have another digital review of Disney's Christopher Robin. I've seen the trailer for this, and uh, spoiler alert, look, I really liked it. I think it looks very cute and quaint and fun. I, yeah. I always liked uh, Winnie the Pooh. I mean, you think of Winnie the Pooh kind of as like this very children's thing, but then you watch the one movie, and it's the creepiest, most terrifying LSD trip ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will uh, do your news of the week, and we will co- cover Castle Rock episode four. And finally, we will talk about the pay-per-view that I am not sure I'm going to going to see. SummerSlam. You might not watch it. I don't know. Or you might not watch it the night of. Or you might not watch it at all. What, what do you I mean? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I haven't seen any wrestling this week. Uh, I'm going to ask you now. Was it any good wrestling this week? Was it anything uh, Selena Vega wrestled on SmackDown, Fro. Oh, she got, okay. But she wrestled Lana. So, <laughs> But <laughs> she did have a match, and it was still very good. Um... Let's see, what else happened this week on wrestling? Uh, 
Can you tell me about the fallout oh, on uh, Raw between Heyman and Brock Lesnar? What what is that? Uh, right. Uh, we just got we got the face to face this week, so that never really went anywhere. Uh, well, it kind of did. Basically, they did this whole thing on Raw where Brock was in the back the whole time, and yeah. Paul was trying to get him to come out to the ring because Kurt said if you uh, don't get Brock out here, you're gonna I'm gonna fire you, Paul. And so Paul's trying to get him out there, and Brock's being a jerk and being like, I don't want to go out there. It's not that not my problem if you get fired. You know, he's, They're trying to make him as healy-healy as possible to go against Roman Reigns. So I can't wait for Roman Reigns to win um, SummerSlam. If, 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 if Roman Reigns doesn't win SummerSlam this time, I... Uh... Right, and the other thing is we have uh, the match for... Uh, the briefcase, Braun versus uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Whoever wins gets... Yeah. So, w- either one of those guys can now cash in uh, in that match if they want to. So, yeah. And I saw Kevin Owens Motorcycles so. going by. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw that Braun Strowman wins it out of... Kevin Owens wins it out of Braun Strowman. That would be a good story. Yeah. And then on SmackDown, yeah. Charlotte came back, so she's back, oh. uh, and she's okay. going to be in the three-way uh, for the SmackDown women's thing, so. Okay. Eh, we will see. Maybe I will see. If, you, if you're going to be home, <laughs> I will probably see it with you. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll probably be around this Sunday. We'll see. Yeah. Not this Sunday, but. Oh, not this Sunday. Next Sunday. Right. Correct. Okay, uh, from Norway and from the United States, uh, this has been a spoiler-filled podcast of another digital citizen. Goodbye, everybody. Spoilers, goodbye. Goodbye, citizen.